are endeavoring as we deal with being a KFC church. And that's not a Kentucky Fried Chicken church. It is a kingdom focused church. Um, and in Ephesians chapter 4 that we have been dealing with verse number 4 as our theme of unity. Um, there is unity. There is strength in unity. And where there is unity, there is strength. And even in St. Louis, amen. I believe one of our members from St. Mother from St. Louis drove in for church. No, amen. St. Louis, where is uh, for for unity, we, amen. Unity. That's and our theme, sub theme, have been. That's a fact, Jack. Amen. I mean, it is with no need discussion. There's only one body, amen, and that is the body of Christ. And there's only one Spirit. Uh, what you call him, the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost. Uh, nothing of eternal consequences will take place without the moving of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Not my power nor by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. And this morning, we want to focus on verse number four, the sea part, but we'll read all of verse number four of Ephesians chapter four. And uh, matter of fact, just read verses four, five, and six. And I want to thank God for the summer group of our mass choir this morning. They're the fantastic. This is the summer singers. Amen. Some people leave during the summer, but this is a summer. This is a summer group. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. Got your Bibles? And keep them open this morning. I'm referring to a lot of different scriptures. So keep Bibles open. And we're going to read these scriptures. All right, let's read verses 4, 5, and 6. Ephesians chapter 4. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. All right, let's read. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Amen. The grass withereth, the flower faded away, but the word of I shall stand forever. That, that sea part, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. I, I just want to talk this morning from the subject, keep hope alive. Let's do the rest. Keep hope alive. Keep hope. Amen. All right. You may keep hope alive. Keep hope. Keep hope alive. I'm not, I didn't say do this. Some of y'all already started. No, that's not keeping hope alive. That, that, that's just shaking. But keep hope alive. Amen. Keep hope alive. And it's going to be strange for some of these young women, but I remember a time my sisters used to have a hope chest. Amen. Amen. Dr. Gene Mims in his book, The Kingdom Focused Church, says it is a church that exists to transform unbelievers 
into Christ-like believers and to mature these believers into kingdom multipliers of the message of Christ. Long before Reverend Jesse Jackson said, keep hope alive, Jeremiah had said it in Jeremiah 17 and 17. So keep your Bible open. Let's go to Jeremiah 17 and 17. You do have your Bible, don't you? Well, amen. Jeremiah 17, 17. Don't take my word for it, because I sure don't take your word for it. Amen. Because I'm going to see what the Bible said, because people will misquote the Bible. Amen. Train up a child where he should go. Now, he may go away from it, but he'll come back. The Bible don't say that. Amen. We had... Amen. Jeremiah 17, 17. Even ushers, even choir members, all have your Bibles. Amen. Because I'm preaching about hope. That's why some of y'all don't have no hope. You don't know the word. It's right here in the text. He said, be not a terror unto me. Thou art my hope in the day of evil. See, uh, you know. In the day of evil. The Kingdom Focus Fellowship understands that it is not about them. It is all about Jesus and his kingdom. Let me say that again. The Kingdom Focus Fellowship understands that it's not about them. It is all about Jesus and his kingdom. So we are not in competition with no other church. We are not trying to outdo other church because every church that's open in Jesus' name, regardless of its denominational decal, we are all on the same team. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Got to understand that, amen. Got to understand that because a lot of churches are trying to outdo each other, trying to have a dog and pony show and talking about an ally church. No, it's not important. We're all on the same team. And, and when you read, read Luke, Luke's gospel, chapter 5, verse 7, when Jesus told them to launch out in the deep and they got so many fish that the boat began to sink, they called for their partners to come help. We are in partnership with every Christ-based church in this city and in this world because we are all on the same team. Somebody say, keep hope alive. Hope alive. Amen, amen. You can keep hope alive. Amen. Hal Lindsey in his book, The Terminal Generation, says that a man can live 40 days without food, three days without water, four minutes without oxygen, but he can't last one second without hope. You see, hopeless people are dangerous people. Hopeless people are people turn to all kinds of things to try to get hope. They turn to drugs. They turn to sex. They turn to music. They turn to recreation. They turn to education, money. Hopeless people deal with depression. Most of the people are depressed. And I just saw on the news, uh, Reverend Odoms, this past Friday, that for the first time in 40 years, the suicide rate for teenagers is at an all-time high. Teenagers. 
just in the prime of life killing themselves because of the lack of hope. And where there is hope, there is help. <laughs> uh, Romans chapter 15, verse number 4. Let's go to Romans chapter 15, verse number 4. That's why I thank you, uh, Minister Bunch, what you said. Because so many people, when you watch too much TV and the news, it's nothing but bad news and bad news and worse news and ugly news and more news, 24 hours, 24 hours. You will lose your hope. Amen. The Romans chapter 15, verse number 4. You see, the Christian hope is based upon the word of God. Amen. The, the Christian hope is based upon the word of God. Romans 15 and 4 says, For whatever things were written in earlier times were written for, written for our learning, that we through patience, and comfort of the what scriptures might have hope. Yes, sir. Somebody say, keep hope alive. Amen. See, hope is defined as a desire with expectation. Receiving uh, at least the belief that it is obtainable. Hope pertains to the future. Because we stand on the tiptoes of anticipation, looking for what God is going to do. One of my mentors, the late Dr. Jose Adolphus of the Greater Shallow Baptist Church in Lufkin, Texas, used to say, hope is the cork that keep our faith floating. So you don't find Christians with, when you got hope. That's why we don't sing no blues songs around here. Baby gone and left me. All that kind of food. Now you, no, we don't have all that. Every song you hear around here are hopeful songs. Trust him, man. All that kind. Amen. See, if you want the blues, go to some of these old clubs and they drinking, you know, and they singing, family blue, blue, boom, all that. Now you don't find it around here. Amen. Because everything we sing, everything we do is on a hopeful note. Because the God we serve. <laughs> you see, you see, Bertrand Russell, Russell, who was a leader in the humanist movement, depicted man as a struggling against weight of the world, or the whole universe, and viewed life as a great hoax. With nature had played upon him with no purpose nor meaning. And Russell, like millions of other humanists and atheists and communists and etc., don't have any hope. In the movie, Saul Sank Redemption, the, the character Tim said, Hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. You see, people who have hope, it doesn't matter their precarious paradigm they are in. They understand that they are people of hope. <laughs> and they can say, this too 
All right, amen. Well, maybe, amen. Amen. Well, bless the Lord, amen. Amen. Reverend said it in his prayer. We ain't got to wait till the battle is over. We know who we're depending on, and we already have the victory because we have hope in him who cannot fail. Well, bless the Lord, amen. That's right. Keep hope alive, baby. That's right. You're going to put baby on it. You're going to get a little e-bunny. Baby. I don't care how jacked up your marriage is. Keep hope alive. I don't care how many pills you're taking. Keep hope alive. <laughs> your children may be acting the biggest fool in the county, but still, keep hope alive. You may be working for the biggest idiot in town. Keep hope alive. You may be having a birthday this month. Keep hope alive. <laughs> well, I wish I had somebody help me here this morning. <laughs> Amen. If, you, if you're looking for some sad place, you, need to, you came to the wrong place. We are hopeful people because we have placed our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. First of all, two things. The nature of hope. In the Old Testament, Jeremiah 31, 17 says, And there is hope in, in thine end saith the Lord that, that thy children shall come again to their own borders. That's hope. Psalm 62 and 5 said, My soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. Hope. Look at the grounds of our hope. Job said it in Job 4 and 6. You get a chance, read all these because, see, we're living around. And you better stop hanging around some of these old hopeless folk. Yeah. Right, old hopeless. Amen. That's why, that why a whole lot of folk look a whole lot better going than coming. Oh. <laughs> you ain't finna rain on my parade. You say, oh, here they come. Hey, Reverend. Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all heard the story about the young man just got saved. And he hadn't been disciple yet. He just got saved. He was on his way to church and he was, you know, because salvation is just the first step. So he just got saved on the way to church. There was a man up on the 15th floor of a sky rise finna commit suicide. So he just got saved. He thought he'd go up there and talk him down. So he goes up there on the ledge on the 15th floor start talking. And then the new reporter, they came and said, they asked the new reporter, what happened? He said, well, he went up there and start talking to the guy, in about 15 minutes, they both jumped. Amen. <laughs> you better step around these hopeless folk, these old negative folk, always seeing the glass half empty. The grounds of our hope. Look what Job said. Job said, Job 4 and 6, Is not this thy fear, thy confidence, thy hope, and the righteousness of thy ways. Psalms 71 and 5. Psalms 71 and verse 5 said, Thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. See, you can't put your hope and trust in nobody but Jesus. That's, that's, that's why some of you go crazy. Your marriage fall apart. I'm talking to some of y'all listen to you. Stop coming to church. Because 
the fella left you or the woman left you. Well, if they were no good, that could be thumbs up. <laughs> you fall apart. Some, some of y'all put your hope in your age. Well, you keep living, you too will be a senior. <laughs> Amen. Well, somebody will say amen. Huh? Amen. That's why, that why, listen, that's why some of the happiest folk ought to be those of us over 60. Because, Doc, we done made it thus far. <laughs> and still can stand on my own two feet. I went and got breakfast this morning, and a young lady said, Wow, you look mighty good to be, because my birthday is, is Thursday. She said, Wow, you look mighty good to be going to be 66. I said, I need to have you travel around with me, girl, and just tell her folk. Because my hope is not in my age. I hope I live to be about 98. But if you got your hope in anything else, that's why Job didn't go crazy when he lost everything. His everything, his money, his cattle, everything. All 10 of his children died at the same time. And look what Job said. Job said, the Lord give it and the Lord take it away. That's a hope term, see. That's speaking from hope. The grounds of hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Just like light pours into dark places, God's hope pours into our world. Upon the sick, he shines the rays of healing to those who are sick. To the bereaved, he gives the promise of reunion with our loved ones. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. One day, I'm going to be reunited with all of the McClendons who've gone on that were saved. Amen. I dreamed about my mother last night. I'm going to see her again. My daughter, my brothers, and my sisters, all who were saved, I will see again. That's the ray of hope for the bereaved. That's different between going to a funeral for a sinner and a funeral for a saint. Or we saints cry like everybody else because we're human, but we don't cry if those who have no hope. Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody around you, sooner or later, you're going to leave them or they're going to leave you. But my hope is in Jesus. He gives us hope yeah, for those who are bereaved. He gives hope to those who are confused. In the light of the scriptures, hope is available. And that's why, that's why I get people into the word of God, into the grounds for our hope, the nature of our hope. Then look at the need for hope. Somebody say, I need some hope. And don't be, a, don't be ashamed to say it. Amen. You see, some people have come to the conclusion they've just given up. But God has so much more <laughs> For his children, if we do not lose hope. In the New Testament, the word hope means to expect. It waits. It refers to expectation. Romans chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. Let's go to Romans chapter 4, verses 17 and 18. Because see, some of you are losing hope because you keep putting hope in people. Some of y'all got put your hope in Trump. Say, oh God, you know some of y'all. Some of y'all had your hope in Obama. Same thing. You, st- Amen. Some of y'all put your hope in the Cowboys. Amen. 
Well, bless his name. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Amen. But, but I hope, look, look Romans chapter 4, verses 17 and 18 reads, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom ye believe, even God who giveth life to the dead and calleth those things which are not as those as though they are, who against hope believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Talking about Abraham. <laughs> Abraham was almost a hundred. Sarah ninety. And still he hoped in the promise of God. Look, look that verse unto him. He believed even God who giveth life to the dead and calleth those things which are not as though they are. Only God can do that. Now you watch these folk run right here quoting that scripture like they do it. No, you can't do nothing. I speak things that, no, you're not God. If you could, won't you speak a million dollars in my account? So, so y'all ain't got to give me no birthday present this Thursday. Speak it if you can. No, you can't do it. Can't nobody do this but God. That's the nature of our hope. God is the only one that can speak life. Let me take more. Let you soak in it because some of y'all been watching a lot of folk. Well, if you can't speak it, speak yourself more. Won't you make yourself look better? <laughs> oh, help me always. If you can speak it, <laughs> won't you speak us both to lose about 10 pounds? If you can speak it, won't you speak yourself a house on cat heels? Only God. Somebody say only God, see. Can have the power of creation. You see, he can speak Life where there is deadness. Sarah was 90, Abraham 100. But God has spoken that Sarah was going to have a child. I don't have any couples here anymore. Can you imagine what happened? People get tickled at me and my wife. I'm just going to be sick to sick. We talking about we're going to have another baby. Y'all get tickled. Say, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Y'all be sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Even Susan McClendon get tickled. Say, what? Say, what you talking? Say, <laughs> well, I wish I had somebody to help me. Amen. Holy God. Sarah was 90. Abraham, but they believed God. And if God spoke it, it will come to pass. I use my sanctified imagination. Abraham come home that night, get in the bed, just using my sanctified imagination, touch Sarah. She probably said, what you want, Abe? <laughs> and Abraham probably said, you know what God said. <laughs> Sometimes you got to sit at home, man, you know <laughs> Tell your wife, you know what God said? Well, bless the Lord. I wish I had somebody to help me here. You know, you know what God said. And, and, and to make a long story short, nine months later, little Isaac popped up. 
There are some of you this morning can testify that you was in a dead situation. They had given up on you. You were so high on drugs, there was no way for you to survive, yet you are still here. Because God can speak life into a dead situation. Hallelujah. That's why saints are always excited. Carl Millinger in his book, Pastoral Psychology, said evidence suggests that helpless and hopeless can develop disease in men. Samuel Johnson said, where there is no hope, there can be no endeavor. Alfred Lloyd Tennyson said, hope smiles on the threshold of the year to come, whispering that it will be happier. (laughs) The power of hope. Anyone can overcome depression. You run across people who are struggling with depression. If it's not some chemical imbalance, I'm just talking about you all right, and you just go around depressed. What's wrong? I'm just, just, I'm just, because you need your first step is to realize there is hope. I don't care what situation you're in. You have to confess it with your mouth. There is hope. The main reason hope is so permanent in the Bible, it is the high concept of God himself. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can imagine or think. Amen. Keep hope alive. Amen. That's why he said that's why we need hope because hope is like an anchor and gives stability and security to the soul. In the Christian catacomb, well, Christians were buried earlier in Rome. On many graves, there are on the wall, there are the picture of an anchor. And, and, and the anchor served to go down deep in the water and hold the boat. Study regardless of what's going on on top of the water. And like that, the anchor in the sea, same way with our hope, not only downward, but upward. We as believers have hope in a living God. I can tell members, I don't care what you're going through, there is still hope. I've had to say, to members this week who lost loved ones and last week and in some very traumatic and tragic times, I can still stand firm and tell them that there is still hope that God is still on the throne and God is going to work this thing out. Hallelujah. And it is a true saying then that hope springs eternal. And shortly as we receive the Lord's Supper, it is a testimony to our hope in the gospel of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4. As we receive this Lord's Supper, this table here is not a table of dread and sadness. It is a table of hope in the gospel of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, 
and that he was buried and that he rose the third day according to the scriptures and he is coming back again. That's why we as believers are not the cruise directors for the Titanic. You can sit around if you want to look sad and drip. That's your prerogative. But I made up my mind I'm going to stand on the rock of salvation. So the songwriter wrote, my hope is built not on St. James, not on my age, not on the Cowboys, but my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy and lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, on Christ, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Keep hope alive. I sing because I'm happy. I Sing because I'm free. His eyes on sparrow and I know he watches me. I've seen the lightning flash. I've heard the thunder roll. I've seen sin breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. But I heard him say, fight on, for he promised never to leave me. Never to leave me alone. So keep hope alive. Whatever you are going through, you remember that there is a bright side somewhere. You may have to cry sometime. You may be alone sometime, but you are never left alone because if you can raise your head and raise your voice and say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou wilt draw thyself from me, oh, where shall I go? Keep hope alive. I made up in my mind. You see, this coming Thursday will be my biological birthday. But if I live to see next Sunday, next Sunday will be my spiritual birthday. If I live to see Thursday, I will be 66 years old. But if I live to see next Sunday, I'll be 45 years old in Jesus. I was on my way to hell and the second Sunday in August uh, 1972 uh, about 3 o'clock p.m. Uh, at the old Parkview Baptist Church uh, in Longview, Texas uh, I told my pastor 
Reverend Ray, I needed to be saved because I didn't have no hope. I've been going to the nightclubs. I've been fornicating. I've been dancing with Jane Brown. But still, I didn't have any hope. Have you ever been there? Smoked all your dope. Still ain't got no hope. But I heard Jesus say, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Thank you, Jesus. Hope is possible. You hang in there. Keep hope alive. I don't care what you go through. Don't you give up on God because He's able to keep you from falling. He's able to make a joy bearing. Able to give you a new song. He's able to make your enemies leave you alone. So keep hope alive. Reverend, I'm broke, but keep hope alive. Reverend, I'm sick, but keep hope alive. Because you got to realize that we are Cheerio kids. Thank you. Hallelujah. I had hope when I came here 24 years ago. I had hope when I preached at Canaan. I had hope at St. Paul. I had hope at Bethlehem. We are Cheerio kids. And you know what a Cheerio kid is. Yes, sir. Little Johnny came home from school. He was crying and said to Big Mama, Big Mama, they laugh at me at school. They say I'm a project baby and I'm a crack baby. Uh And we live in the projects. Big Mama was washing dishes and she stopped, uh, wiped her hands on her apron and took little Johnny and set him in her lap. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. And she said to little Johnny, little Johnny, it is true. You are a crackhead baby because when you were born your mama was on crack and yes little Johnny you a project baby because we live in the projects all glory to God yeah but she said to Johnny one thing you got to remember that you are a Cheerios kid and he said what you mean big mama she said uh, when you take Cheerios uh, and pour them in a bowl uh, and when you pour the milk on them uh, the Cheerios always rise to the top Uh, I'm a Cheerios kid I've been through the storm and rain But I'm still here Is there anybody else here This morning want to testify I'm still here Because hope is alive Stay with the Lord He will 
Yes, he will. Yes, he will. I know he will. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Keep hope. Keep hope alive. Some folk get upset because some folk try to sleep when I'm preaching. Listen, you can bring your dog as far as I'm concerned because I'm going to preach because somebody here needs to know if you keep on trusting God will uh, yeah if you keep on hoping God will uh, if you keep on believing uh, he will he'll bring you Yes, he will. Keep hoping. You better get it while you can. Because you don't know what you're going to face. And that's why we saints don't go crazy. Like this idiot this past week. Kidnapped his girlfriend. Killed himself. Shot her. You better stop hanging out with these hopeless folk. They, some of these folks so crazy. They don't live. They don't want you to live. No, that. But you better get around some people that's going to tell you, hang on in there. You can make it because hope is in Jesus Christ. Keep hope alive. You're going to make it. Yes, sir. You're going to make it. Tell your neighbor, you're going to make it. Pay attention. Stop dreaming off. You're going to make it. But you got to keep hope alive. Keep believing in Jesus. Watch God work a miracle. Anybody here ever been down and didn't think you were going to make it? And somehow God stepped in. Yes, sir. Sometimes you cut run over when you start thinking about the goodness of Jesus. All that he done shouldn't have been here. I almost, almost lost my mind. But I kept on hoping, kept on trusting. Here I am today because I have hope. Not in some political party, not in some ethnicity, but my hope. And nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Keep hope alive. Don't care what generation you are, keep hope alive. Watch God. But just keep it alive. I don't know what you're going through, but keep hope alive. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep on trusting he didn't bring me this far to leave me.